When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't miss out on your chance to listen to four-time Super Bowl champ Charlie Weiss on the only podcast solely devoted to everyone's favorite position in football, the quarterback. Listen for free now by subscribing wherever you get podcasts or by going to CelebrityQB.com. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. I am your host, Dwayne Callender. We've got a football Sunday on deck uh, with lots going on in terms of the NFL, but we're going to get into it with the FanDuel and DraftKings lineups because uh, we got the games kicking off uh, within uh, the hour, so we're uh, just uh, past noon here. But, uh, I mean, in terms of uh, some of the matchups on uh, the slate here, uh, you got fewer games, but obviously because of the Thursday night game, so uh, fewer uh, fewer teams. But uh, you know, I'd say for the main slate, so which is going to cover uh, all the games uh, today. Uh, one of the things that we're looking at is, uh, and this was kind of an update from uh, the injury report. Uh, Tom Brady was taken off of uh, uh, the injury report for the Patriots. Uh, he was already downplaying that the Achilles injury wasn't as bad as people were making it out to be. You know, if we're going to take it as it were, because the Patriots are known for lying but uh, and uh, other deceitful things, but, hey, it's still within the rule book, so uh, you got to let it go. So we got to take it at face value. And this changes up uh, the quarterback rankings uh, uh, this week because uh, basically the way I had it down and uh, I basically slated uh, Russell Wilson would be uh, the number one rated QB, along with Carson Wentz, is the number two. Uh, I had Brady a bit further down the list because of the Achilles. I still think there's a, a distinct chance that if they get up big on Miami, that uh, they rest Brady in the second half, which impacts his fantasy value. Uh, I'm going to keep him in the top five, though. So uh, basically, in terms of the QB ranks, I, I would have him uh, uh, in the, the number four four spots. So uh, basically one would be Will- Russ Wilson, two Carson Wentz, three Cam Newton, and four being Matt uh, Ryan uh, going up today against uh, uh, the Bucks. Uh, Cam's got a matchup against the Jets. Wentz is playing the Bears. 
and the, uh, Russell has the late afternoon game against uh, the 49ers on the road. It looks like it's going to be raining out in uh, San Francisco, but I still like uh, the fact that uh, uh, Russell can uh, move around the pocket and uh, getting the rushing yards. I, I think he's matchup proof in this instance here. I, I got uh, Wilson going up against me a couple other leagues. Uh, but, uh, hey, hey, that's how it goes at this point of the fantasy season. So, uh, you take it, you take it, uh, take what you can get, but I, I still like Russell, uh, to put up, uh, at least, uh, tw- uh, 20, 21 points. Uh, you got a range of, uh, 21 and obviously, uh, he went over 30 last week, but, uh, I mean, obviously you get that you're, you're, you're going to be in excellent shape for a tournament. Uh, I think some of the projections on Brady are a bit too optimistic. Some of them have him in the 24 to 25 range. I think 19 is a fair uh, assessment for Brady. I, I Like I said, I don't think he pulls, plays the full game uh, against Miami, uh, which is why I still have uh, I still have my doubts about the spread of uh, the Patriots covering the 16 half. You know, I'm, I'm going to... Waffle. I'll maybe I'll split the baby and like depending on the the pool. I'll play one with Dolphins, one with Patriots. I just don't trust uh, New England covering that much. As pitiful as the Dolphins come across at times, I still think they end up uh, uh, making it on the the back end uh, with some garbage uh, garbage time play in the fourth quarter. So anyway, uh, moving on from the quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, I know there are some matchups people are uh, been asking about in terms of. Drew Brees and Jared Goff. Uh, yes, those are on the late slate. I just think that with those offenses, uh, I'm looking more at the running backs uh, rather than the quarterbacks in, in those two matchups. Uh, there's also outside chance you could be playing Marcus Mariota and a tournament play. Again, these are all top 10 QB options. The one QB that I am telling people to stay off of uh, is Alex Smith today. Uh, I mean, yes, Buffalo has been an absolute dumpster fire in terms of a defense ever since they traded Marcel Darius, but that's been on the running side. So I still think uh, if you're a Kareem Hunt owner, I would play him with confidence. Yes, uh, since the Chiefs started 5-0, and they have uh, their tie for the fewest uh, offensive TDs in the league with seven. But like I said, Buffalo has been getting gashed by every running attack they've gone up against since the Darius trade. I think that it continues today. I like uh, uh, Kareem Hunt as a differential play in terms of DFS lineups. I'm still trying to work him into a couple of lineups uh, uh, going today. Uh, But uh, the way I look at it is that uh, uh, I look at it more from a Kareem Hunt benefiting standpoint than uh, what you're going to get out of – uh, anyone else in the Chiefs lineup. So uh, Tyree Kill, Alex Smith, I'm a little bit more dubious about. Kelsey, I still think, gets into the end zone today. But uh, outside of that, I'm a little bit dubious on some of these other uh, selections for the Chiefs uh, uh, beyond Kareem Hunt. So speaking of the running backs, uh, the rankings, uh, we got an interesting one here because uh, – uh, my one and two uh, backs are playing in the same game against each other. So you got Todd Gurley and Mark Ingram. Uh, they're both going head to head in the late slate. Uh, I, I've got them both penciled in for about 20 points. Alvin Kamara is also in the mix, uh, for the Saints. I, I've got him, 
uh, a few notches below just because I, I think this is going to be a more running attack game than uh, pass catching. But Kamara is still up there. So in terms of the rankings, I've got uh, Gurley and Ingram. Uh, like I said, I got Kareem Hunt as number three uh, just because I, I like the matchup against the Bills. Uh, four, you got Shady McCoy. Uh, Buffalo doesn't really have much in terms of offensive weapons that I think can threaten the Chiefs. Uh, you might look at uh, Charles Clay as a differential uh, in a DFS lineup. I, I'm, you know, I, I think it's more of a dart throw than anything else, but uh, you can uh, take a look at him, uh, for instance, uh, in that spot uh, with uh, the Chiefs still struggling against tight ends with Eric Berry done for the year. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I think that's a dart throw. But uh, moving on with some of the other running backs, you've got Christian McCaffrey against the Jets. I think that's a favorable matchup for him. I expect him to be in that uh, uh, mid-teens area. So uh, anywhere from uh, 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 15 to 18 points is a a good estimate uh, for him. And Leonard Fournette, I expect to get into the end zone today against the Cardinals. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, I I think uh, he's a good play. Uh, if you're going at it from a tournament aspect, and you're tr- uh, and you're trying to look uh, to fade uh, the Gurley Ingram matchup, Fournette's an option you can uh, roll with. Uh, that's actually something I'm contemplating on FanDuel. Uh, DraftKings is uh, still uh, up there price-wise, where I couldn't quite get that done, but because uh, 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 he's uh, currently at 8,100 on DraftKings. Uh, Gurley and Ingram are going for 8,800 and 8,300. Uh, Kareem Hunt's at eight, eight grand, and uh, Kam- uh, Kamara is 7,900 with uh, McCoy at 85. Uh, that's why I'm I like the McCaffrey play, just because he's in the top ten, but he's the only one that's under 7,000. Uh, uh, the other options uh, that. Uh, as you get further down the list, uh, you've got Carl Hyde and Tevin Coleman, along with DeMarco Murray. Uh, DeMarco Murray is an interesting story because, uh, again, the volume has not been there for the Titans. And, you know, Derrick Henry is still out there. I, I, I'm, I'm very curious to see if the workload isn't, uh, if the workload doesn't pick up for DeMarco, if the Titans decide to try to give Derrick Henry a few more carries uh, to try to jumpstart that offense. Uh, Indy's rush defense has been uh, better than expected this year. So I'm very curious with this matchup because I know people have been t- touting Mariota uh, and a DeMarco Murray stack with uh, Corey Davis in the mix. I have Corey Davis in the mix for other reasons, just uh, for salary cap reasons. But uh, I'm, I'm very curious about that. Uh, Titans-Colts game because, uh, you know, the Titans are favored to win. I just I just can't get behind that team. It, it, it It's a it's a tricky one because I, I, I just don't like some of the uh, 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 the actual gameplay I've seen uh, from the Titans this year. I, I'm a little bit hesitant to actually take them uh, in an actual uh, realistic sense as a football team. From a fantasy perspective, I, I still think you're uh, okay with using uh, Murray, uh, Murray and Davis. From a fantasy perspective, I'm m- more cautious about Mariota uh, from a cash game perspective. But for a tournament lineup, yeah, I, I would use him as a dart throw, just because again, you're looking to 
maximize your points. So you got to go with uh, so, uh, so, some guys that are going to be boom or bust and uh, have your stable guys. So it depends on how you want to build your tournament lineups. But in terms of uh, another guy you can keep an eye out for uh, from a fantasy perspective, uh, Duke Johnson. Uh, he's uh, currently priced at 4600 uh, again, he's getting a bit more feature uh, in the Cleveland offense than Isaiah Crowell, who's falling by the wayside. Uh, another guy you can take a look at is uh, Jay Ajayi. Uh, he's all the way down uh, my ranks just because I I look at Philly's offense and I think they can hit you with so many different ways. It's kind of hard to justify putting him in there. I know... Other people will own him uh, just because he's only at 6,200 and he has the potential to be an RB1 and put up 20 points. I just think that's too much uh, you're asking for out of the guy. I I think he's more likely to be in the 12 to 14 range uh, and not much beyond that. So, again, I I think it's uh, uh, possible, but I I think it's more unlikely in JHI's case. And one guy I would absolutely stay away from completely, uh, whether it's DFS or regular fantasy, Adrian Peterson. I do not like this matchup against the Jaguars whatsoever. I would stay away, uh, far, far away. Uh, again, could AP break uh, uh, break one off? Yeah, but I mean, I I would not. I would not be banking your fantasy football season if you're in a season-long league and you got a big matchup. I would not be banking on Adrian Peterson today. I, I'm just warning you outright. I, I do not like that matchup against the Jags defense. I think he gets bottled up for uh, 60 yards at best. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not confident in him breaking double digits today, uh, to be honest. Uh, I mean, maybe he falls into the end zone and that's how he gets, uh, gets the double digits, but... I'm just not liking AP's matchup today, and if he proves me wrong, he proves me wrong, but uh, that's the one matchup today that I am fearful of. Uh, the one other thing that you know, could happen with uh, some season leagues is uh, uh, for those Blau Powell owners, uh, Matt Forte still looks uh, questionable. Uh, uh, he hasn't been ruled out for the game yet, so uh, I would uh, keep your eyes open on uh, an update there, because uh if uh, Forte is a go, then uh, that makes it a bit harder to actually uh, use a Blah Powell today. All right, moving on to the wide receivers. Uh, basically, this has been a crapshoot position for most of the year. I mean, Keenan Allen has gone off to distance himself from the rest of the group. But uh, if you're asking me who the most reliable pick out of this bunch is, it's going to be Brandon Cooks. Uh, he's been putting up consistent points. Uh, with the Patriots all year. He's got a good rapport with uh, Tom Brady. Uh, I, w- I would uh, lean on Brandon Cooks here as uh, the safest play of the day. Uh, my number two ranked pick for the wide receiver core is Doug Baldwin. Uh, the only reason why Doug Baldwin isn't the number one is because of the rain in San Francisco. Uh, but outside of that, I would, if you're playing Russell Wilson, you should be stacking him with Doug Baldwin. Uh, Baldwin is 7,000 today. Brandon Cooks is 7,100. Uh, I have them both penciled in for around uh, 17 to 20 points uh, in that range. Uh, if they go beyond that, obviously that's uh, that's beautiful. But uh, I I have my doubts on the rest of the wide receiver core today. To be honest with you, uh, you know, 
Today should be a day that Julio Jones uh, has a monster game. But again, Julio Jones has been so just inefficient. And the same can be said for Mike Evans. Should have a big day today against Atlanta. Can't trust him. Uh, These guys have the potential to score 25 points uh, with their respective matchups today, uh, given the corners covering them. But it's such a risky uh, play, honestly. I'm more in the line of thinking of you stick with Cooks or you stick with Baldwin and you go cheap on wide receiver. There's just so many guys that are, uh, it's tough to slot in. I mean, Jarvis Landry, it's going to be tough to trust him today because the Patriots usually do a very good job of isolating uh, the best uh, offensive option on a team. And Landry is the most consistent option on uh, the Dolphins. Devontae Parker is their best receiver but I think the Patriots will focus on Landry because he's the one who's most likely to move the chains. Tyreek Hill, another uh, person that, you know, would factor into the top 10 for wide receivers, but he's just been so, uh, like, non-existent in the Chiefs' offense. I look at Kelsey and uh, Kareem Hunt as a more reliable option. So, uh, you know, if I'm doing my rankings today, uh, I got Cooks 1, Doug Baldwin 2, Michael Thomas of the Saints at three, uh, playing the Rams, uh, just because of, uh, again, consistency. It's not necessarily about uh, the name on the back of the jersey. It's just like who's been there. Uh, So I I look at uh, those as the top three, and then the rest is, uh, you know, your guess is as good as mine uh, in certain respects because it should be Jones and Evans putting up numbers. Uh, A.J. Green's got a matchup against uh, the Browns, and he's priced as such. He's priced at 8000 The problem with A.J. Green is the Bengals' offense has just been a complete mystery. You don't know who's going to get featured. Joe Mixon should be a top uh, five running back, considering uh, some of uh, the the quirks in the, the Bengals' schedule, and Joe Mixon still doesn't get enough uh, touches uh, with the Rock, it's it's actually frustrating because Mixon is uh, a top uh, uh, the top running back in that class uh, last year. I'm still convinced of that, uh, just off of the flashes he does get. So it should have made life easier for AJ Green having Joe Mixon in the backfield. But the Bengals' offense has just taken three steps backwards this year. So I mean, it should not be that hard to generate offense for AJ Green. He should be comfortably. In that 17 to uh, 17 to 22 point range for fantasy purposes on DraftKings with a full point PPR. The problem is Andy Dalton can't get him the ball. Yes, the offensive line has struggled, but a lot of it I think has to do with the play calling. I'm not I'm not sold on the Bengals. So again, AJ Green's in the mix just because of he's AJ Green and he's got a great matchup. But I don't like I don't like this at all. Uh, so. Uh, I would even have guys like uh, T.Y. Hilton and Alshon Jeffrey ahead of him uh, in the rankings. Normally, one of the guys I would have in the rankings in the top 10 would be Larry Fitzgerald. uh, But he's playing the the Jag secondary. And again, I'm not trusting Blaine Gabbert to throw the football uh, consistently, except to the Jaguars defense. So I can't in all... uh, it, it, it just being uh, wholly conscious of like what I think of certain players, I can't I can't put Larry, Larry in the mix today for top ten consideration. As much as I love him, just because the opponent is a terrible matchup for him, and he doesn't have 
a quality quarterback throwing them the football. I, I just think it's a, a stay away from a DFS perspective. Regular fantasy, yes, you can play Larry, but uh, just hold hold your reservation for what you're going to get out of him because I think 15 points would be a gift for Larry today in his matchup. But uh, that's about all I can give him. Uh, so in his place, I would put in Devin Funches uh, uh, for the Panthers. Uh, he's got a match against the Jets. Jets have been pretty solid uh, this year, but uh, Funches has uh, been uh, Cam Newton's second favorite target. Uh, number one target being uh, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the interesting dynamic here is you got Greg Olson coming back for uh, the Panthers. Uh, they say they're going to work him in slowly, so you're not going to get as many reps for Greg Olson. Uh, so I wouldn't necessarily start Greg Olson in regular fantasy or DFS yet. Uh, Olson's price is at 4800 on DraftKings. Uh, you could use him as a dart throw. Uh, if you're not sold on playing uh, Jared Doyle or uh, or Jared Cook, uh, I am playing those two tight ends. Uh, I, I'm not necessarily risking it on bringing back Olsen, but I may throw in one lineup with Olsen today uh, just for the hell of it uh, as a dark throw. But I, I'm not uh, uh, staking him in any cash games uh, today. Uh, so in terms of the rankings, uh, number one today, you got Gronk. You know, Dolphins defense, that's a no-brainer. Uh, he's the number one pick uh, in terms of projected points. Uh, two, I've got uh, uh, Zach Ertz going up against Chicago. Uh, I, you know, he wasn't uh, he wasn't featured uh, the week four, but I, I expect that to turn around uh, uh, from that Dallas game and uh, Ertz to actually get featured uh, today. So I got him as number two. Kelsey, three. Jimmy Graham, four. Uh, then it comes a mishmash of uh, Jack Doyle, Delaney Walker, Jared Cook. Uh, then you have the dart throw. So you have a, a Charles Clay possibility. You have Tyler Croft. You have Austin Safarian Jenkins on the Jets. Uh, there were just enough guys in the tight end spot that I don't think anyone's going to be topping uh, the uh, uh, Kyle Rudolph performance. Uh, from earlier uh, on the Thanksgiving uh, that he put up uh, against the Lions. Uh, but uh, if anyone's going to do it, it's, go- it's going to be uh, Gronk or uh, Ertz, in my opinion. So uh, that's uh, the tight end spot. Uh, again, some options you can keep in mind for uh, flex consideration. If you w- want to go cheap on the dollars, uh, you can keep uh, Olsen in mind as a dart throw, but I would lean more towards uh, uh, just uh, the Cooper Cups of the world at 5,000. Uh, Robbie Anderson's at 5,700 for uh, the Jets wide receiver. Uh, Duke Johnson, 4,600. Uh, you know, more, more more options where you're at the bottom end of the salary pile rather than try to force it in. Uh, from a defense perspective, uh, I would uh, lean more towards uh, Jacksonville and New England uh, as the defenses of the day. I, I just think that those are two matchups that uh, tailor in perfectly. Uh, I'm not sold on the Bengals today. They're at 3,900 just because they're playing the Browns. Uh, the Bengals defense hasn't done enough for me to justify that kind of pricing. I would rather pay 3,600 for the Eagles uh, going up against Mitchell Trubisky and Chicago with their very limited offense. Uh, Seattle still being priced as if they're the Legion of Boom. Uh, I would avoid them entirely. Uh, they don't have the pass rush. They don't have the. They don't have the secondary anymore. Uh, 
you're paying for the name only against the 49ers. Yes, the 49ers are not good, but I, I can't pay 3800 for the Seattle defense at this point. Uh, and uh, also for regular fantasy purposes, I think this is one of the last remaining matchups I can feel good about playing Seattle. To me, they're a streaming option only uh, in regular fantasy. So uh, that does it uh, in terms of uh, uh, the rankings uh, for uh, DFS. I'm going to go into my uh, cash game lineups uh, for both uh, uh, DraftKings and FanDuel. So on uh, DraftKings, uh, in terms of the cash game, I'm actually uh, uh, sticking with uh, uh Russell Wilson as my QB, uh, Carlos Hyde uh, as my running back. Again, I'm not sold on Seattle's defense. The amount of injuries they've had, uh, I think you can pass on them and you can run on them. Uh, uh, I'm going with uh, Tevin Coleman. Uh, just again, you're gonna lose. Uh, you're gonna lose uh, uh, Devonta Freeman for another game due to concussion protocol. So I, I would stick. Uh, uh, with that uh, uh, standard there, uh, wide receivers, uh, Doug Baldwin, obvious uh, because you're stacking with uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Corey Davis on the Titans. Again, no Richard Matthews today, so the number one receiver is going to be Davis now. Uh, in terms of the wide receiver three, I'm going to go with Michael Crabtree. Uh, you know, he, he was out for the last matchup against uh, the Broncos. He has that little rival, uh, rivalry with uh, Akeem Talib. I, I kind of like that, uh, uh, that he's going to be demanding the ball. I think he's going to be a nice play today under the radar for folks. So I'm, I'm playing the, uh, the crab man uh, today. Uh, tight end, going with Jack Doyle. Uh, and uh, in the flex spot, uh, DeMarco Murray. Again, I, I, I kind of look at it as like, this is going to be a show me kind of game. Uh, DeMarco Murray knows that... Uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him with uh, Derrick Henry in the back. So I, I kind of look at it and say that, uh, uh, you know, he needs to actually uh, show something today. And then in the defensive spot, I've got the Eagles defense. Um, I, I just think that it's a easy matchup for them against the Bears. So uh, that that's really where uh, I have a price at. So uh, in tournament lineups... Uh, gonna uh, do a little bit differently. Uh, so uh, just because it's a more of a boom or bust uh, type of situation, so uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Tom Brady. Uh, you know, maybe he plays long enough to justify it in the main card. Maybe he doesn't, but uh, I'm gonna uh, uh, keep it keep it with uh, uh, Brady in there. I'm gonna go with Kareem Hunt. Uh, uh, you know, this one where it's just along the lines of uh, the uh, the Bills' rush defense has been terrible. So uh, looking at it more as a dart throw than anything else. DeMarco Murray, again, uh, Indy's uh, defense isn't great, uh, but uh, Murray needs to put up a big game. Uh, otherwise, I think he's going to start losing carries to Derrick Henry, and he's got to hit his performance bonuses. So uh, something to keep in mind. Uh, Cord Coleman on the Browns. Uh, uh, Basically, is uh, being thrown out there. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser has a decent rapport with him, uh, and you know he's put up some numbers. Uh, it's more for saving cash for other reasons uh, uh, to fit in the uh, cream hunt. 
Brandon Cooks is going to be my main wide receiver, stacking with Brady. Uh, then you got Devin Funches, uh, again, like that matchup with the Jets. Cameron Braid at the tight end, uh, saving some cash there. Also, uh, Atlanta hasn't given up too many points to tight ends, but I think there's going to be enough focus on Mike Evans that it should open up the middle of the field for Braid. And then uh, you're uh, with the uh, flex spot, uh, it's uh, going to be Deion Lewis on the Patriots. Uh, I think they feature him a little bit in the offense today. Uh, they've given uh, the rock around to a couple of folks, but uh, I like Lewis today. And uh, on defense, we had the Pats defense. Moving on to FanDuel, uh, you know, uh, from the standpoint of uh, uh, some of the matchups uh, that we have going on, uh, again, this is uh, kind of leaning towards uh, uh, the uh, having a proper balance on the certain lineup. So, uh, we're going to have uh, uh, Brady and Gurley. Uh, so Brady's 9,100. Gurley's 8,500. McCaffrey, 6,700. Uh, it was easier to fit in uh, the Steelers in FanDuel than it was DraftKings this week. The Steelers are just so expensive on DraftKings that uh, the 50000 versus uh, 60000 difference is a very apparent uh, uh between the two formats, so uh, uh, I was able to fit in Antonio Brown for the 9,600 on FanDuel. Uh, the problem uh, with uh, trying to do it on DraftKings is the fact that uh, uh, it's just uh, it's just too expensive uh, to even try to fit in uh, Antonio Brown uh, in certain formats uh, on DraftKings. But uh, uh, Corey Davis is in there as a uh, second wide receiver. Along with Cooper Cup, they're both priced at 5400. Jared Cook is a tight end at 5500. I've got the Chiefs kicker Harrison Butker at uh, 5000, just because the Bills defense has been giving up a ton of uh, points. But given that they've struggled with scoring touchdowns, I think he's going to have ample opportunities for field goals. And we've got Steelers defense at 4800. So again, for uh, the cash game purposes, I'm looking at more from a cash game perspective today than tournament. But if you're looking at guys to use for a tournament lineup that you're hoping that are going to be low owned, uh, I mean, you could throw in Larry Fitzgerald today just from the standpoint of he has a terrible matchup. I would avoid him, but if you're if you're trying to win a tournament at, with slim chances, you know you could do worse than uh, one of the most consistent wide receivers in the league. He just has such a bad matchup that. Myself and a number of other folks will be looking to avoid him. You can also take a look at Joe Mixon on the Bengals. Like I said, very talented guy. It just doesn't get nearly enough touches for my liking uh, uh, with his offense. But, uh, you know, you never know. It could work out where he gets uh, the rock and uh, can do some damage with it. So uh, that's all I've got uh, for today for the DFS lineups. Uh, Going to start making some final adjustments on my roster. So, uh, best of luck to everyone uh, with the fantasy games today, and hopefully we have some good NFL games to talk about as well. Have a good one, folks. talked about position in all of sports 
the quarterback. And now there's a show solely dedicated to the most sought-after role on the field, Celebrity QB, featuring four-time Super Bowl champion coach Charlie Weiss. Unlike other football shows, you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks. Like, is this the year Tom Brady finally looks his age? Will dating Danica Patrick distract Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he's dating Danica Patrick, Charlie. We're interested in that, you know? Well, I mean, Tommy's got Giselle. I'll I'll take Giselle, okay? (laughs) Is Dak Prescott good enough to win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys? Which rookie quarterback has the best shot of making a positive impact in 2018? How about intellectually, Charlie, as far as what they ask the quarterbacks to do now? The game has changed, but the pressure that's put on quarterbacks and it always been put on quarterbacks is tremendous. Join Charlie Weiss and co-host Steve Strout on an all-new podcast from Lasting Media, exclusively about quarterbacks. Subscribe now at Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to great podcasts. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.